I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, we hear the story of Margaret, Queen of Scotland. Let us quiet our hearts before God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent. According to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Hear these words of absolution. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 44 on page 324 of the prayer book. We have heard with our ears, O God. Our fathers have told us what you did in the days of old, how you drove out the nations with your hand and planted our fathers in the land, how you destroyed the nations and cast them out, for they did not possess the land by their own sword, neither was it their own arm that helped them, but by your right hand and your arm, the light of your countenance, because you favored them. You are my king, O God. You send help to Jacob. Through you we will overthrow our enemies, and in your name we will tread down those who rise up against us. For I will not trust in my bow, it is not my sword that shall help me, but you save me from our enemies, and put to shame those who hate us. We make our boast in God all day long, and we will praise your name forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Tonight I want to tell you a story about Margaret, Queen of Scotland. Though she's remembered as St. Margaret of Scotland, she was neither born nor raised in Scotland. 
She was the Saxon daughter of Prince Edward of England, who was being raised in Hungary because of her father's exile. In 1057, when she was still a young girl, Margaret returned to England as Edward was possibly to become successor to the throne. But Edward died almost immediately upon his return. And to this day, people wonder whether it was illness or murder. And so Margaret was sent to a convent to study as a child. And there she found deep faith and a rich piety, and she dreamed of becoming a nun. After the Norman invasion of England, her mother Agatha made her flee to Scotland. And King Malcolm of Scotland warmly received Margaret and her mother and her family and ended up marrying Margaret in 1070. Now Queen Margaret of Scotland, she brought culture, spirituality, and much charity to the Scottish court. She worked to reform the Scottish church, inviting Benedictines to build monasteries throughout Scotland. She loved to meet with the monks and the nuns, and she regularly fasted with them and was daily at prayer and was known for singing the nightly liturgy. She bridged economic ties between Scotland and the European continent, and she was a generous benefactor of the arts and education and was a trusted advisor to her husband, King Malcolm. Margaret cared for the poor and for the sick. She provided food, shelter, and medical care for them and was known especially to serve orphans each day and wash their feet daily before she would come to her own morning meal. She invited commoners into the castle for feasts, as many as 300 at a time, and she did all this while raising her own eight children, two of whom would later become kings of Scotland and a daughter, Edith, who would later become Queen of England. Today in Edinburgh, you can visit St. Margaret's Chapel, which her son David built in her honor. You can also visit a small cave in Dumfriesline where she used to walk and to pray, a memorial to that inward devotion in Margaret that was the source of her life and work. In fact, the Scottish poet Thomas Morrison wrote a poem about Margaret's cave where there's a well located, and he called the poem St. Margaret's Well. Here's just a few stanzas. You can hear the devotion of the Scottish people towards St. Margaret. He writes, Hear legends to our hearts endear our sainted Scottish queen. Retired alone, off strayed she there in thoughtful mood unseen. Here oft from yonder ancient towers she sought from pomp to dwell, and pondered o'er life's fleeting hours beside her cherished well. She sleepeth now, enshrined with fame, neath yonder turrets gray. Tradition hath no nobler name in Scotland's earlier day. And oft beside her honored grave, the cherished tale we tell, that consecrates this ancient cave and good St. Margaret's well. Margaret is honored not only for how she reigned, but the fact that she raised future monarchs. We need to be a people constantly seeking to raise up the next generation of leaders. It reminds me of the words from Paul to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5. 
I am reminded of your sincere faith, Timothy, a faith that first dwelt in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and now, I am sure, dwells in you as well. Paul is commending Timothy's mother and grandmother for the faith they passed along, preparing this future Christian leader. And so Margaret prepared future Christian kings of Scotland and a queen of England. And so we must be seeking to raise up Christian leaders in our next generations. This is the story of Margaret, the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact her generation with the gospel. May her story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let's confess what we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying together, I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Colic for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A collect for aid against perils. Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. 
a night prayer. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. I want to conclude this evening with colic number 30 on page 655, a prayer for civic authorities. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, send down on those who hold public office the spirit of wisdom, charity, and justice, that with steadfast purpose they may faithfully serve in their offices to promote the well-being of all people. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.